the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons back home on the porch here at Millburgers at 1604 and Bull Road. And uh, we're ready to talk gardening with you at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. You're kind of suntan. Oh, Your face? Yeah, Were you in the sun little... for a couple days? No. Out just... there gardening, I bet, huh? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 No, just a little, little, just a little heat, a little flush. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Well, I got a report from a festival of flowers. Oh, good from uh, from Rob DeRosia, and uh, he he says that uh, th- things. But, I mean, the, the change in venue did not hurt the attendance uh, that much. Good. So, uh, and every everybody said they liked the feel of the place. I don't know what that yeah. means, but that's what everybody was saying. I got that a lot, too. That it yeah. Just, it, I guess you, it's wide open spaces. And yeah. You can see things, and, and the aisles were larger and things like that. So uh, it seemed like everybody was pretty happy. I, I had one lady come up and said that uh, she w- she was upset because the other place was closer to her house. I said, "Well, we got to spread that around a little, honey." I mean, yeah. You know, well, and I think I saw new faces there that people hadn't been there before. So maybe moving it over there allowed other people to come. Oh yeah, yeah, the other side of town. Yeah. When we were we were in extension we used to do uh, surveys or have questionnaires of uh, people that came to our programs. And the majority of them didn't come over five miles. Oh really? They wow. They wouldn't come over five we miles. We did <clears throat> spring boom giveaway back in the old days, you know, we moved it all around. Yeah. And it was amazing you'd get you know, a thousand people, but there'd be a thousand different people, basically. Uh, so it was they don't a, like to travel. Yes, yeah, it was. It was kind of wonderful too to get that uh, new, new audience, new exposure. Um, so, yeah, I was. Uh, the acoustics were a little tough. They yeah, were how, how, to, how was your talk? It, Did you have a crowd? I didn't have a talk. Oh, I thought you were talking about butterflies. No, she was. She uh, brought that up, and I, I, I suggested maybe we wait till next year. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, well, because it was she was 
was two weeks before the event, and she was kind of uh, uh, getting all the arrangements. It seemed a little fran- frantic, so yeah, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't want to add anything else to it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. The, it's hard to estimate the audience. I would have guessed it's a little smaller, but it's a bigger facility. Yeah, yeah. So you could, that's kind of misleading at times. I think everybody found parking, and that was okay, and... Yeah. Seemed like things went smoothly. Yeah. Another 21 years now. There you go. So it went pretty well. Uh, the heat. Yeah, we've got drought restrictions now. And so you once a week watering on, on the last uh, last digit of your address it determines which day. You know, 0 to 1 is Monday, uh, to 2 and 3 or Tuesday, etc. down the week. Uh, hand watering is, a, is a, all any time you can do it. Drip irrigation you can do it any day. They like they would like you to keep in the uh, the time, which is 7 a.m. to 1 p.m. and 1 p.m. to 11 a.m. But they uh, they don't consider you know you and I uh, were kind of, we were kind of advocates of uh, of uh, soaker hoses and leaky hoses, and they they don't treat them with the same they don't treat them as the same as drip irrigation they treat them the same as sprinklers and, sprinkler. and uh, because all the holes holes you have holes get in them sometimes and you have to well yeah, that's what um, yeah, mark peterson said that it was that they they wear out quickly uh, you know drip irrigation can get pretty clogged too but uh, the other thing is that if you do uh, if you do the spigot or the faucet hole uh, faucet more than a quarter turn, you end up putting a lot of water. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to regulate a soaker hose or uh, and of course a soaker hose when it's right set up is a sprinkler. Right. When it's turned over, it's close to a drip irrigation right. system. So anyway, that the the drought restrictions we have in San Antonio are pretty reasonable because they do save a lot of water and they allow you enough flexibility uh, to uh, take care of your plants. It does require a little more discipline and uh, adjustment. People will have to kind of, well, I used to like the water at lunchtime, but I'll have to do it some different time now. Mm -hmm. Do some adjustments like that. Yeah. But uh, you can do it relatively easy. We've proven in several tests that your most San Augustine lawns can tolerate three weeks without water and not lose grass they don't look as good and of course if, if it goes through the whole summer it looks worse and worse but your Bermuda grass and zoysia grass could even go dormant if you wanted it to hey we're going to go right to the phone lines at 210-308-8867 it looks like we have Frida on the line hi Frida welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas how you doing today hi thank you trying to keep cool today yeah I mean oh. I have a question about Xeon zoysia grass. Is it really? Can it really only need three hours of uh, sun and, no. and look good? No, well, I don't think. I don't think that's okay. I've I don't read think that that's on true. On, yeah, on the um, website. How much sun? On, there, on the on the on the Xeon website. Yeah, I think on the, the Blade Runner website. Okay. They were saying it, yeah. it can grow in shade and. Well, no, I didn't they're gr- selling it. Yeah, I did not. Gr- I had uh, 
Uh, Meyer and uh, the other one, the real fine one. Uh, uh, Emerald? Emerald. And they they did better with full sun, but they could tolerate a little shade, but uh, three hours is not, I don't no. think, is enough. Way, way too little. Not so enough. I w- yeah, that's. Do you have any suggestions bad. for. My, as my trees are growing, the grass is looking worse, and um, I'm just looking for something. I didn't really want too much heavy ground cover, and I just don't know what to put there. You've had, I, I take it San Augustine wasn't, didn't work, or? Well, I have Bermuda grass there, um, and I. I could change. I'm, I'm going to change it. Looking to change it out to something that will do yeah. better. I would like to have grass, but I, I, as they get bigger, I know that's going to be more of a problem. Now, now some of those San Augustines, of course, it, deg- it depends on the degree of th- the three hours. You might, it's still, it's still be on the outside edge of the, what they can take. Uh, mm-hmm. But you, yeah, but that that's. That's one of the choices we have to make here is yeah. shade or a nice grass. And at nice this lawn. time of the year, it's shade. <laughs> shade. Shade always wins with me. Yeah. Well, yeah. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry is, uh, I think, is um, when your daughters had a, kind of, they had the kind of philosophy of um, replace it every few years, you know, four well, yeah. or five years. Yeah. And that's not all bad. You know, your San Augustine would in that kind of situation would last probably look good for five years and then it would d- decline especially what what type of st augustine delmar well palmetto palmetto yes yeah, it's, it's got the most drought tolerance. the yeah. one the one is uh got the most drought tolerance is uh, of course floratan but they uh what's the other one that we that they've got T- here tj uh what is it nothing I think it's T.J. Select. T.J. Select. T.J. Select. It's got a little more, supposedly has a little more drought tolerance than the others. Our shade tolerance. I'm sorry, shade tolerance. T.J. Select. Yeah. Okay. Here, here at Millburgers, it's it's a specialty grass. And then the other one that uh, Palmetto is available a lot of, uh, I think, several places. So. And, and including Millburgers. Oh, yeah. Okay. But uh, St. Augustine is going to be your b- most shade-tolerant grass. Okay. It'll, it, well. it'll last longer than anything else. Okay. That's and then, uh, and then your ground covers, you know, maybe you, maybe you kind of do an assessment and um, put the, some lawn in the area that's got the most sun and then be content with some of the neat ground covers. For the rest, you know, the real shady area, you just kind of reduce that lawn area. Yeah, and it makes it easier. I have a, yeah. a, it's in the front, and I have a very small area, and part of it I have made rocks with, um, well, yeah, rocks with uh, uh, flagstones in it, and that looks uh-huh. nice, but I did want to have some some grass, but yeah. I guess I, I could use that grass as a basis and then maybe put flagstones in the grass or you uh, could or you can have uh there's some really neat examples of uh layered you know a little bit that little bit of lawn you're talking about and then having some uh, monkey grass or larry oak that are shade tolerant that you know it's kind of a step up and they look a lot like grass so you got a lot yeah. of options 
Okay, well, thank you. And I have another question I wanted to ask you. Sure, what's that? It, I bought um, some Maui Red Ixara, and I didn't realize that it grew so big. They said it will grow 5 to 10 feet high and 5 to 10 feet wide, and it was just a small plant. It looked so pretty. So does it really grow that big here? What is it? Exora, Ma- is that what you? Oh, is I that what you're saying? Ma- Maui red. Exora. Exora. I X O R A. Yeah. Yes. Um, does it really grow that? I think in a, I guess potentially in a sheltered area. Mm-hmm. It could. I don't know that I've seen it that large in no. place. I think you might. Yeah, how, how? I mean, you're not. How big of an area are you talking about? Are you just gonna have a few plants, or? Yeah, well, I just, I well, I really thought of putting it, uh, you know, in a pot or in a little area to fill out something or to fill in a space, but. I yeah, that'll realize. work. Yeah, that'll limit. That'll limit its size. Uh, That's what I've seen. Yes. Yeah. I've yeah. seen it. Okay, well, I can. Not, I'll, not I'll give it a try. Uh, I know I was reading up on that, and they said it kind of likes, uh, I think, more used in temperature than our temperatures in soil. But right. it looks so pretty, I thought, well, I'll try it. There you go. Okay, well, thank you so much. Thank you for right. calling. Thanks. Good luck. Right. That'll free up a line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Again, outside of San Antonio, we're toll-free at 866-308-8867. We had a giant swallowtail go through. I guess he's headed to the certified butterfly garden over there. And uh, if you're looking uh, for butterfly plants, uh, I noticed did a little inventory. They got at least... Uh, uh, three different kinds of porter weed still, and we've got Mexican uh, milkweed and mist flower. And perennial uh, salvias are on sale. Oh, wow, yeah. And sal- oh, the salvias are so, such a good late-season butterfly plant. Oh, yeah, they're, they're tough, and they, they bloom, like you say, they bloom late season, and... Uh, they can be cut back once they're established and uh, bloom be, all, uh, and re-bloom year, in the next fall. Year, next year, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh, of course, they got Calvin Zinnias on sale this week as well. And I went and bought some more Zinnia seeds, there too. You go. So they got, they got at least six varieties of seed seeds on the seed rack plus, uh, what, three... Three different variety uh, species, out actually, or uh, of zinnias there, including the, the Dreamland zinnia, which is a pretty outstanding one. Hey, we got Sandy on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Hi, Sandy. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Hi there. I'm doing great. Good. How can we help you? You're on the air. I uh, would like y'all to figure out why I'm not getting any production off of my gorgeous squash plants. Last year I had okay squash plants and never got a squash. Realized I was rarely seeing any bees or butterflies. So this year I started early planting some pollinator-type flowers to attract bees. I have tons of bees, lots of butterflies, beautiful plants, lots of blooms. 
and I've gotten one squash. So far. Either. So far. Yeah, what kind? Of, it's a summer squash, or what kind is it? You know, uh, it's I've got yellow squash, zucchini squash, and um, spaghetti squash, and yeah. nobody's doing anything but sitting there. It's full sun, I take it. Full sun, yes. Do you see any uh, blooms yeah. on on any tons of those? Tons of blooms, yeah, tons of blooms. But they're all the male, blooms. right? Now that I'm not sure how to tell. Oh, okay. the The way you tell is that uh, the female blooms have have a little squash attached, a little fruit to it. Oh, look yeah. like a little fruit attached. Right, and, and I'm not and noticing my, any of that. I've been checking yeah. that, but I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. No. Normally, you get the the males first. The only time I've seen that happen is in uh, low fertility. Uh, situations uh, and of mm-hmm. course variety of course variety why did you, did you get the uh, varieties off the seed rack or I uh, got whatever y'all are recommending <laughs> I can't remember now what they were but they were recommended oh. varieties okay uh, how did you fertilize did you fertilize before Copious you planted amounts of osmocote <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> on the on the uh, ground? No, Did, in, um, in the, the where I planted. Yeah, in the and the, the plants look healthy, and the, I've never yeah. seen so many squash blooms, and then nothing happening. Yeah, are they in the are they in containers or in the ground? Uh, no, raised large raised bed. Huh. And uh, you planted them when? Uh, when have they I just was start, have they to. just start have they just started blooming? No, I've had blooms for weeks. Oh, usually, usually the the males come first. Mm-hmm. The male blooms come first, and then the and I got one nice squash, but that's it. Well, you sound like you're doing everything right. Uh, I, 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 there, there's no answer to that. I, I don't know what the answer to that is. All right. Well, I'll just keep watching them. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think later on you'll have more squash bloom. If this heat coming up doesn't do them in. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, they, they're pretty good at the heat. Just so the... Uh... Squash fine borers don't get at them. Yeah, I put a little seven dust around the bottom early on, hopefully to prevent that. Okay. All right, good luck. Let us know. All right, thank you much. Bye-bye. Thanks. Thanks, Sandy. You take care. Marcus is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey there, Marcus. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? All right, and thank you for taking my call. Sure, what's going uh, on? Yeah, I have a question. Uh, I purchased uh, some Oscar uh, okra. Okay. And, uh, I, I want to know uh, how tall does it normally get, and what do you have to uh, uh, fertilize it with? Uh, if you're planting it in an established garden that you've been fertilizing uh, quite a bit with, you can just 
did you did you put out any pre-plant fertilizer? In other words, uh, in in the garden area. What he's hinting yeah. at is it doesn't take much fertilizer. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 But uh, it's going to get about. Uh, let's see. I, I use David uh, David Rodriguez as my as my uh, uh, yardstick. And I've right. got a picture of him in, mature, in a mature plant that's uh, right over his head. So that's six feet, a little less than six feet, a little, little more than six feet tall. Okay. Now, that, that's well fertilized. <laughs> You're giving David extra credit. <laughs> I know. I said it's a little over his head. How was, uh, how was your germination rate? Uh, are, they, are your plants that, um, how tall are they now? Oh, I just purchased them uh, a day before yesterday at Millburgers. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Soak, yeah, them in, soak, soak them in warm water overnight before you plant okay. them. The seed, yeah. Okay. All the right. seed. And then, and then give them some uh, copious amounts of Osmocote as well. Well, yeah. I, I, I don't know about okra. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a waste of uh, yeah. expensive fertilizer. Yeah. Okay. You, the more you fertilize, the the taller they're going to get up to a point. Oh, Lord. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're not, not fussy good. about their nitrogen source either. So anyway, would it have to have something? Would it have to have something to grab onto, like a trellis or something like that? No, no, no. Okra's freestanding. Yeah, especially that Oscar's nice and sturdy. And yeah, it's freestanding. Okay. 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 That's and then water it well. Correct. Mm. Yeah, well, they're drunk. They're pretty drought tolerant. But. Once, once a week. Once a week. Okay, that'll go along with my with my watering here. here at the house. There you go. There you go. Okay. Well, thank you. All right. Good luck to you. I appreciate it. Okay. Thanks, thank Marcus. Hey, we got to take a break. I've gotten a text correcting us that the shade tolerant grass is FJ, so not. TJ, so FJ. I don't know where we... We got the J. Yeah. <laughs> well, we got Milberger's right. That was the most uh, important yeah, so, thing. Uh, <laughs> all right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back and talk to Greg right after this at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevard Road. Let's talk about some great things that are on sale. This week at Millburgers, you'll find savings on zinnias. This butterfly attractor is beautiful in shades of red, white, orange, yellow, and rose. And then the four-inch pot, it's just 98 cents each. You'll save on caladiums this week at Millburgers and the six-inch pot for just $3.88. You've been driving all around town, and maybe you've seen the Texas Lilac Vitex on sale. This beautiful Texas superstar attracts butterflies. It looks absolutely gorgeous. You've seen that for yourself. Now at Millburgers, it's in the five-gallon container for just $18.88. This week at Millburgers, you'll also save on Gold Star Esperanza. Speaking of beautiful Texas superstars, this butterfly attractor is gorgeous and in the 12-inch pot, it's just $19.88. Here's one more thing to consider. This weekend at Millburgers, Memorial Day weekend, there's no sales tax on water-saving products and plant material. No sales tax on water-saving products and material this Memorial Day weekend. Come on out. Visit us at Millburgers Landscape Nursery. Hey, this is Bob Olszewski. Thanks for listening to Plugged In. You got a line on the ship? Yeah, I know a guy. He's the best smuggler around. 
The movie Solo, A Star Wars Story, follows the adventures of a young Han Solo as he joins up with a band of smugglers and swashbuckles his way around the galaxy. This Ron Howard-directed prequel to Star Wars Episode Four is a tale that spins, soars, and blasts like a Millennium Falcon. That said, there is some violent peril here for parents and kids to navigate, and some mild profanity and innuendo in the mix. So, all told, I'll give Solo a Star Wars story three and a half smuggler shootouts out of five for family friendliness. For the full review, be sure to check out PluggedIn.com slash radio. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Plugging you into the movies, I'm Bob Olaszewski for Focus on the Family's Plugged In Movie Review. Hi, it's Milton Glick. Don't forget, Milberger's Top Tomato Contest is coming up Saturday, June 9th, starting at 10 o'clock. For more information, go to MilbergerNursery.com, where you'll find all the categories like cherry and smaller tomatoes, regular tomatoes, biggest tomato based on weight, and then we'll pick a grand champion from all of those. You've got prizes that you can win for the Top Tomato Contest, and don't forget, we've got a category, too, the Best Salad Bowl. And everybody that enters this free contest will get a $10 gift certificate redeemable at Milberger's the day of the contest. Judging starts at noon. Get your tomatoes in shape, and we'll see you at Millburgers Landscape Nursery June 9th for the Top Tomato Contest. For more information, go to millburgernursery.com. That's millburgernursery.com. Welcome to Marketplace Deals, and now your host, Johnny Deal. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now, let's get right to it. Jack, for 100 points, where can you go online or on your phone to get great discount deals on everything from water softeners to tuition for the kids? Um, the Marketplace page? Correct! Okay, Jill, your question. How much can you save at the Marketplace page? Hundreds and thousands of dollars? Correct! Now the final question, and you must buzz in. Where can you get these great deals? The Marketplace page at 930amtheanswer.com? Congratulations and thanks for playing Marketplace Deals. Check out all the great deals at the Marketplace page at 930amtheanswer.com. The Marketplace page. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch, going to talk to Greg in just a second. Before we do, talk to you about quality organic products. And Ty Chisholm over there has built a company that allows you to get the top quality uh, soils, composts, mulches at a great price. And uh, I encourage you to go to qualityorganicproducts.com and uh, read the descriptions of some of the soils he has or some of the composts, the vegetable compost and uh, the different mulches. Uh, Todd's built a great company and it's used by landscapers out there. So you know that the quality of the product is got to be pretty good because these are people whose livelihoods depend on Todd and Todd of Todd's products. So uh, give them a call, 210-651-0200, 210-651-0200, or uh, go by online and check them out today. He's closed, so you can go online and look at uh, qualityorganicproducts.com and then give them a call tomorrow. In fact, they may be, even be able to deliver it the same day because they have their own drivers at qualityorganicproducts.com. Greg is on the line. I've got a potato question. Thanks for waiting, Greg. What's going on? Yeah, hi. Thanks for uh, taking my call. I had a question about the uh, how many potatoes should I be getting out of each potato plant? 
In the spring, I would I would say no more than five. Five is you know, oh. pretty generous. This this spring has not been the best. Yeah. From uh, I don't know. I can't quite figure out why, but it, uh, uh, I used a lot of uh, of a, a compost that was heavy with uh, wood chips in it, and I didn't seem to get the same yield. Last year was a real good spring for. The five was a really good number for last year. So why, why are you harvesting and not getting a lot or erratic? Well, I'm just trying to figure out how many. Like I just, I'm out in my garden now, and I've got two, about about six or seven on this one plant. But so maybe that's a good yield. I was just trying to figure out whether that's normal or whether I should be doing something different to get more. I've mounted oh. them up and put straw on them, and they look like they're ready. You know, the plants look like they're dying. You know, yeah. some of them yeah. are dead. This other of oh, yeah, them, they're... I'm just pulling them because it's so hot. That's the other question I had: is if are they going to are the potato tubers going to get any bigger with the temperatures we're seeing no, now? No, no, they're no. they're as big and as many as you're going to have right hey, now. You're digging them up though, right? Because they when you pull the plants, they won't all come up. Yeah, I'm I'm actually digging them up and oh, okay, good, actually. yeah. And yeah, uh, good. I've also noticed there's a lot of ants around there. Is that do they eat the potatoes? No, but they like the well-drained hills <laughs> yeah. that the potatoes, yeah. I noticed oh, okay. that, too. Yeah. All right. Potatoes so are not the it. easiest to grow here. Now, did, how do you, did, did you save potatoes for the fall? Can you just save some of these as seed potatoes? Yeah, bee, the, you say generally save the bees for the fall. And by bees, I'm talking about... Uh, uh, the little golf one. ball, golf yeah. ball size. Oh, okay. Ball size. How do you want? How do you store them, Jerry? That's not always. Yeah, easy. just in a cool, dry place, wherever you can find a cool, dry place. Probably not the refrigerator. No, like and, a garage uh, or something like that. Yeah, air conditioned, uh, an air conditioned uh, room in a paper sack or a uh, oh, okay. fabric sack works pretty well. Yeah. But I, I, I just, um, well, I was going to say that it, it's sometimes easier just to uh, get new seed potatoes in the fall, but it isn't that you easy to find them. Yeah, you can't find them. So, or, or the other option, that the seed potatoes that you buy in the spring are probably easier to store than the, the ones you harvest. I don't Yeah, but they start sprouting. Yeah, okay. Big time. But you got, let's see, I guess October. Yeah. It's it's not, it's uh, just like I said, it's not always easy to get maximum potato so what production do you, here. What do you plant on the garden bed when you pulled all the potatoes out in the summer? Something like southern peas or something like that? You can plant southern peas. You can plant okra. Okay. Uh, have you got okra? I don't. I I could plant them there though. Okay, we've got you know we've got that Oscar okra here at Millburgers. Some some right. people some people just plant. Usually it's a little earlier, but they plant uh, peppers in that place too. They, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, you could plant the real grande gold pepper, which is available there. I I uh, use the spare. Space in my uh, vegetable garden for 
just zinnias to fill up space too because the butterflies like them they shade so you they keep you play, you know if you re, just reseed them they uh, do a pretty good job of competing with weeds but southern peas are the best uh, weed uh, competitor around they they fill up the whole area and, and do well great great well thank you give me some good things to think about thanks greg you take care okay, bye all right, that'll free up a line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Of course, if you're calling from outside of San Antonio, it's 866-308-8867. Now we need to get Trace back up here. Um, he got well, tired of waiting. Well, the guy <laughs> the guy was uh, talking about ants in his potatoes, and uh, he probably had a lot of organic material in there, and those ants... Uh, and here's watering in there, so that's perfect for for ant colonies to move in. And uh, Calvin's got a good uh, good article in yesterday's paper about uh, controlling some of the uh, some of the pests that's in the garden, and one of which uh, the first one he mentioned was uh, was uh, fire ants. And uh, we talked to we talked about. Uh, uh, fire ants on the okra, and uh, uh, he says controlling fire ants in the vegetable garden is more complex. It is true that amdro applied over the landscape may end up controlling mounds that provide ants to the garden. Absolutely, uh, especially if you use the amdro according to label. On the outside of the uh, outside of the garden, there uh, the ants will pick it up, and a lot of times when they're on okra and and uh, potatoes like that, or in a highly organic uh, garden, uh, it's hard to find the main mound and treat the main mound. Well, you you find a good population though when you get down on your hands and knees and you're digging, yeah, digging up those potatoes like he's doing. Absolutely. But uh, I think the Ambro works faster than some of the others. Uh, Calvin mentioned uh, the organic, uh, the one that you can actually move, use in the garden. But like I said, if you use it around the outside of the garden, the, the ants will come and get it, the baits. But uh, he's got... They can, they can use a spinosad bait, like come and get it. Right. And that's that's, a, that's what we mentioned. Yeah, okay. that's what Calvin mentioned. And there's there's actually quite a few insecticides that are vegetable garden approved. So, I mean, obviously pyrethrin would be fine mm-hmm. in a vegetable garden. Uh, we carry one called Sayonara that's uh, got a vegetable label that's on cute. it as well. You like that? Sayonara. I'd like to say I came up with it, but I didn't. <laughs> now, are you sure it's got a vegetable label? Yes. Okay, because I went on the Internet and I didn't I didn't find it. Uh, it's got a vegetable label on it. Got to check, yeah. The uh, are any of them contact? Uh, are some of the spinosads we have contact? Can you put them on the mound, or do you, do you use them as a bait? Well, they could. Like, they could do a mound drench with it. Yeah, because the come and get it is. Uh, or, they, uh, they've just taken that and taken okay. the the spinosad and soaked it into a carrier, probably corn grit or something. Yeah, cornmeal. Yeah. So, yeah, that that's lots of like uh, traces, lots of uh, choices. But check that check that labels. Out to make sure it meets your 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 particular situation. 
So Trace is up on the porch I with heard us. I name, so I had to Yeah, well, right. no. We were, I don't know if it was good or bad. But it was good. All right. So, uh, well, what's going on, Trace? Well, I got the tax-free weekend stuff in front of me, so I figured we'd oh, go good. over that. <laughs> All right. Is that are, this weekend? It was yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Okay. And like the that items man. that qualify for being tax-exempt. Uh-huh. Any water-saving product. Any irrigation item. All plants, trees, and ornamental grasses, mulch, compost, and soil. Rain barrels and alternate rain and moisture collection systems. Even your butterfly garden ingredients. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All the plants. Yeah. So if it's uh, it's alive and um, it's tax exempt. So today and tomorrow are the last days of this. That's cool. That's another eight. He's, that's eight eight percent plus. Um, eight point two five percent. Yeah. And who did this? This is obviously not your a state. Thing. Not your restrictions or anything. Yeah, it's, it's a your, state thing. It's state we, thing. We got to com- Yeah, it's a lot of water conservation gesture. Yeah. All right. Uh, so if you uh, want more information, you can either call the nursery at four nine seven three seven six zero. Or uh, just check it out when you get here and I ask a question. I think Charles put it either uh, some information on it on our website okay. and or our Facebook. I don't remember which one. Cool. Have been both. All right. Uh, 210-308-8867. What else is going on, Trace? Uh, you mentioned that we got a few more flats. Uh, we few yep, flats there's still, still some of the, the pepper out uh-huh, there. The Rio Grande Gold. And we had a lot of uh, action on it yesterday, but we still uh, we still can help quite a few people. Good. <laughs> Uh, let's see. What else did we get in? Uh, we just unloaded some plumeria, which we haven't oh, good. had really in any kind of quantity, and some really nice crown of thorns. Um, so uh, those are a couple things that have been hard to get this year, and so we are in stock now. And we got, I mentioned that we had at least three different kinds of, of uh, porter weed, including that uh, large purple one that, that everybody likes. Speaking of purple, a few of those plumerias are purple. Ooh, wow. Are they got uh, they're not blooming yet, but she's got them tagged of which ones are which uh-huh. color. So uh, um, if you're interested in, in something odd, you know, normally you find white plumeria, maybe a few other colors, but this purple is, sounds like it's going to be really cool. Very neat. And the plant of the weekend, 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 weekend? Princess Caroline Purple Fountain Grass. All right. So it's a little bit taller growing than the traditional purple fountain grass. It was a Texas superstar a few years back. Yeah. Um, so we're but not as tall or growing as as some of the other a, ones. It's not a pampas grass thing. No, yeah, no but I believe, it, I believe the grower told me four to six feet. Oh, wow, that is pretty good. And it's got a much broader blade than than your traditional purple fountain grass. Yeah, almost more, almost more like a like a millet. Yeah. yeah um, right. In fact, the, the the foliage reminds me of a millet. It's a soft. Yeah, it's not, it's not a sharp grass. Um, uh, they're nineteen ninety nine. I like them when they're used as a, a, you know, a hedge in front of a fence or something, or you know, like a you got a wooden mm-hmm. fence and you got your fountain grass and that just that color, that showy color there. For well, I think one of the biggest selling points behind this is it's relatively cold tolerant. So your normal purple fountain grass, you can most most years you have to replace. Um, mild years maybe not, but this one should make it through most winters. It yeah, will brown, it will brown out like the, all the other ones, but it should come back. Yeah, I used to have to. I would just just go dig it up and divide the roots and put it in the greenhouse. Uh, otherwise, I never got never had a, the old 
purple fallen grass never made it through the winter for me. But uh, that would be great, yeah, if you could. So there should be a lot of information on it on the Texas Superstar page. Do I? Yeah, oh, yeah. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, if you're looking for some specifics on there, uh, I'm sure there's some of the testing uh, criteria were, would be on there. Uh, look it out there, too. The, um, we've got the uh, sweet potato yes, we do. vine out there. It's become more and more popular every year. Yeah, it's, not, it's a nice ground cover. Yeah. Uh, yes, and it looks in a ground, you know, you put that in a half whiskey barrel, say you got a new citrus. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, it, it really just matches the works works that way. Or if you got an upright upright plant like a fountain grass and uh, yeah. a sweet potato, it's amazing how much sun and heat those things can take. It's become real popular in hanging baskets. Mm-hmm. They're pretty in hanging baskets. Yeah. Y'all sell some. We sell quite a few. I'm looking at. I think I'm looking at them right over there. You are. Yeah. That's on the left of the radio dial. <laughs> yes, on your left hand side of your radio. Cool. Well, so uh, if you're interested in any of the stuff that we've talked about, you can call the nursery at 210-497-3760, 210-497-3760, and tell them to put it aside for you. And uh, since tomorrow's a holiday, maybe you've got it off. You can come on by tomorrow and pick it up if you can't pick it up today. So and uh, every nursery is, of course, open tomorrow. Yes, we are. Yeah, so uh, you can come on by if you didn't get your gardening done and uh, you want to come on by or if there was something at a Festival of Flowers that inspired you and now you want to pick it up at Mill Burgers, you can do that as well. So uh, lots of good ideas. Anything exciting coming in this weekend or this week? Well, being a holiday, there's not oh. really a great answer to that. Okay. Uh, I would like to note that if, uh, if anybody's interested in the uh, 2018 Texas Superstar, the, uh, the Althea that somebody here helped come up with mm-hmm. um they are in bloom and we're selling them right and left so if it's something you're interested in uh, blue angel uh, or white angel yeah i would hurry there was one out there in the middle of the parking lot for some reason i don't know if they somebody... where is that oh uh, uh, oh, oh that, that was at the festival of flowers so oh okay. all that stuff came back and we're sorting <laughs> through it yeah. and uh so if you did see but something at Festival pretty, Flowers in our booth, it is here now, and we yeah, it's uh, pretty distinctive. It pretty distinctive. I didn't get real close to it, but the uh, the blue flowers were real obvious. Oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's a showstopper. And again, the write up on uh, the complete history of that is on plantanswers.com. The last listing in the uh, uh, topics of the month section uh, to the right as you open your screen. Is that screen. is that? Is that one of your? Is that your one of your fountain grasses there? That is the regular one. Regular one, huh? There, they are nice, too. And this this one has got that color plus. It's got some more cold tolerance, huh? and, and, and the blades are side. wider, so it's actually more showy. Huh. Um, I'll try to bring one up here. Cool. All right. Uh, anything else? That, nope. All right. Cool. Uh, got us covered. That works out perfectly because we got to take a break. So 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. We've got more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. 
It's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Let's talk about some great things that are on sale. This week at Millburgers, you'll find savings on zinnias. This butterfly attractor is beautiful in shades of red, white, orange, yellow, and rose. And then the four-inch pot, it's just 98 cents each. You'll save on caladiums this week at Millburgers in the six-inch pot for just $3.88. You've been driving all around town, and maybe you've seen the Texas Lilac Vitex on sale. This beautiful Texas superstar attracts butterflies. It looks absolutely gorgeous. You've seen that for yourself. Now at Millburgers, it's in the five-gallon container for just $18.88. This week at Millburgers, you'll also save on Gold Star Esperanza. Speaking of beautiful Texas superstars, this butterfly attractor is gorgeous, and in the 12-inch pot, it's just $19.88. Here's one more thing to consider. This weekend at Millburgers, Memorial Day weekend, there's no sales tax on water-saving products and plant material. No sales tax on water-saving products and material this Memorial Day weekend. Come on out. Visit us at Millburgers Landscape Nursery. From Washington, D.C., it's the Cal Thomas Commentary. And now here is America's number one syndicated columnist, Cal Thomas. Owners of the National Football League teams have finally voted to ban on-field protests like kneeling during the National Anthem. It's about time. This has been going on for two years. The owners have seen the drop in TV ratings and the smaller crowds at many of their games. Players will be told if they don't want to stand during the anthem to remain in the locker room until it's over. I'm not sure that will satisfy fans and sponsors, but we'll see. The NFL Players Association claims the ban on protests is an infringement on players' rights. No, it isn't. The players are paid a lot of money to play football. Protesting is not part of their contracts. They can protest anywhere, anytime, anyplace else, just not on the job. Try that in any other line of work and see how long you hold your job. Football players are spoiled. They make the kind of money they could not earn anywhere else. If they don't like something about America, they should use their money and influence to try to fix it, not interrupt what fans came to see, which is not a protest, but football. I'm Cal Thomas in Washington. For a free copy of today's commentary and other information, visit calthomas.com or send a written request mentioning the date and subject to Values Through Media, Post Office Box 7065, Arlington, Virginia, 22207. Tax-deductible gifts support these commentaries and are appreciated. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. Hi, it's Milton Glick. Don't forget, Millburgers Top Tomato Contest is coming up Saturday, June 9th, starting at 10 o'clock. For more information, go to Millburgers.com nursery.com where you'll find all the categories like cherry and smaller tomatoes, regular tomatoes, biggest tomato based on weight, and then we'll pick a grand champion from all of those. You've got prizes that you can win for the top tomato contest, and don't forget we've got a category two, the best salad bowl, and everybody that enters this free contest will get a $10 gift certificate redeemable at Millburgers the day of the contest. Judging starts at noon. Get your tomatoes in shape, and we'll see you at Millburgers Landscape Nursery June 9th for the top tomato contest. Contest. For more information, go to MillburgerNursery.com. That's MillburgerNursery.com. They were sons and daughters, fathers and mothers, grandsons and granddaughters, friends and family. And they are all heroes. This weekend, we honor the men and women who fought and died for our freedom. Because freedom isn't free. We wish you a memorable Memorial Day. 9.30 a.m., the answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM. The answer. 
Our phone number is 210-308-8867. In just a moment, we'll talk to David. He's got a question about grass. But I want to take a second to tell you if you've got a a fleas or ticks in your grass and you want to call somebody to get rid of them, you can call Spider-Man Pest Control uh, 210-65. Oops, my page went away. So hold on, I'll get you his number. Uh, Spider-Man Pest Control can help you get rid of all those insects or even insects in the house if you've got them uh, that are bothering you or maybe insects that are flying around the house that uh, are bothering you, like mosquitoes. We've got a new system for mosquito control that is really very popular. The folks that have adopted it here in San Antonio are liking it a lot. costs about the same as the regular treatments. And (coughs) it uses a system like a bait where the mosquitoes fly in, they get a powder on them, they go out, they land on other things, other mosquitoes land on those things too. They get the powder on them, and it kills both of them. And so... uh, they, uh, kind of sad. Yeah, then, well, well I got it depends. That, <laughs> I got that confused, Jerry, because I thought it was you put sugar, powdered sugar from the donuts on you, and then you were the bait, and they bit you. Oh, yeah, that, that, that doesn't work. It didn't work at all. Except it was good eating the donuts. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so uh, it's used at Disney World and Disneyland, and uh, uh, it's uh, it seems to be working really well in San Antonio. Millburgers using it, so... Uh, uh, you can call them. Here's the number, 210-656-3721, 210-656-3721, or GoSpiderManPest.com. That's GoSpiderManPest.com. All right, let's get to David on the line at 210-308-8867. David, thanks for waiting. How can we help you? Oh, how are you? Yeah, I wanted to ask you if you're familiar with a plant called Tradescantio. Um the, uh, as I understand it, it's a uh, plant that will mutate, and uh, if it's uh, if it's exposed to radioactivity, so that uh, as you might know, a week or so ago, uh, Texas has been designated to be the nuclear waste dump of the the future. Governor Perry helped uh, decide that. So uh, now, uh, apparently, the wastes would be headed up near uh, Waco. And I'm just wondering, with all the directions that these trucks would be driving in, they're saying it'd be 40,000 trucks a year or something like that would be hauling nuclear wastes to Texas, that uh, if there were Tradescantia planted along the roadways, you could tell whether or not uh, some of this stuff is leaking out. You don't have an opinion on this topic, do you, <clears throat> Well, I'm certainly opposed to making uh, Texas the eternal waste dump of the future. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not sure that that uh, I, it would get in the way of our uh, butterfly initiative with the milkweed. There, there you go. The milkweeds. We've got to make room for the milkweeds to be planted along the, the freeways so so that the monarchs have an opportunity there. But I don't know about your uh, radio. Well, Tritoscantia is apparently uh, it will mutate if you have a you know a control group of it. Mm. Then when it yeah. gets exposed, uh, you never can tell never heard quickly. of it. Try to scan your purpurea. Okay. Don't know it. Anything else? No. All right. I get afraid we weren't much help. No. Sorry, David. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And toll free, it's 866-308-8867. We got some uh, emails in. Uh, one one fellow is wanting to... A uh, good book on hydroponics, and uh, I don't I don't know what's available on, on hydroponics, but uh, 
imagine you can do a quick search on the internet and uh, find some some books that, that might be available. Even yeah, yeah, an Amazon search. Yeah, probably come up. With We've got a little bit of information on hydroponics on plantanswers.com, but uh, uh, not a lot because that's not uh, most most gardeners don't uh, don't rely on uh, hydroponics. That's usually larger growing areas or growing companies. Uh, he has a. He said he had a problem with uh, bromeliad that he had in his bathroom. So I think this is not a big say, say a big scale operation. Uh, the flower part of the plant is turning brown. Uh, I suspect it's from overwatering, and I suspect you're right. Is there anything I can do to reverse this? Just start watering right, but. Uh, Brugmansia, once it, it it has symptoms of uh, of that uh, that overwatering or watering improperly, uh, you cannot correct the symptoms. Yeah. Uh, you you can you can you can uh, change your watering to where uh, to to where you don't have any additional symptoms or aggravated symptoms, but. Uh, Says in the he says in the future do I need to keep it completely dry before watering, and that's yes. It's 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 a little cactus from bromeliad. Uh, so uh, that's about all the help we can give you on. Uh, and we're talking about I, I printed out the water rules. Uh, we talked to Mark Peterson about that yesterday, and I'm sure everybody. Uh, Got that figured out. Can you but, go to the? You certainly go to the saws website. There you go. And get all the specifics. Um, the, I mean, we'll talk. We'll talk more about that as the weeks progress. And then on my article, uh, maybe a week from Saturday, will will be about trout restrictions. Yeah. But uh, anyway, the. Uh, uh, also, we don't want to forget uh, we don't want to forget the birds during this dry period, hot dry period. That's a good point. And and if you don't think they need water on your watering day, turn on a sprinkler and watch the birds come to it. They, they, they flock in. Even hummingbirds will come to us. Oh yeah, yeah, they fly in and out. Yeah, of the yeah, they, they do that hovering ability right in that sprinkler, <laughs> and in the. Uh, a couple of years ago, Jerry and I, uh, in a similar period, we kind of counted species of birds in our yards that came just to the, the bird baths. It's amazing what you uh, will see, and it uh, gives you a real opportunity to observe them. But the bird baths uh, kind of in the open, uh, at least six or eight feet away from uh, thick bushes or any kind of cover. That's enough so that they can flee if there's a hawk that goes over, but it's not so close that the the cats can hide in there and jump right on, because uh, especially those do- the doves are kind of vulnerable when they're wet and having a good time in the bird bath. Yeah, the, yeah, but the cat likes it yeah, washed. Kind, yeah. of, kind of one of those unintended consequences. Yeah. Of. Well, the other the other thing, the birds, uh, all the young birds that are. Coming out of the nest is kind of 
you want you wish you could help them you know when you see a half-grown dove being chased by a cat or a dog or but there's really not much you can do and the good news is lots and lots of them are successful so Hey, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Just a reminder, you've heard us talk about the Top Tomato Contest, which is coming up June 9th, or uh, David's presentation, which That's is a coming. week week from today. Yeah. So, no, no, a week from yesterday. Two, two, two weeks from, from yesterday. Two weeks from yesterday. Yeah, so not next Saturday, but Saturday a week. So you got to get those tomatoes in shape uh, and looking good for this uh, contest. You want them to be in tip-top shape. The uh, And uh, David's got a presentation that he's got that same day. And um, if you want more information on these events, or maybe uh, you heard about the bat uh, presentation for kids that was uh, yesterday, and you're like, well, shucks, how did I miss that? Well, here's what you do. Just make sure you're running around on MillburgerNursery.com. That's MillburgerNursery.com, and you'll find all that. Plus, you'll learn what's on special. You'll learn how to get your uh, newsletter that comes out each month by going to MillburgerNursery.com. You've got videos and other things that you can do. You'll uh, find out all about uh, all the things here at Millburgers that are that's going on. Uh, we didn't talk about it, but David's presentation on the 9th is called Growing Texas Superstars for Summer Color. It's from 10.30 to noon, and you'll learn all that you need to do to keep your garden beds blooming throughout the heat of summer, which uh, uh, as this week goes by, you may go, you know what, I, I need that. So it's free. <laughs> uh, you can come on by and uh, enjoy David's presentation. Uh, bring a pen and a notebook. Ask lots of questions, and David answers lots of uh, uh, questions each time. So it's, uh, in fact, sometimes he even stays a little later than the uh, yeah. presentation, which is really good. So, uh, happy. well, he's got a judge this time. Oh, that's right. I'm assuming he's going to be you, the judge. Are you going to watch over his shoulder? Uh. <laughs> that's okay. Two and zero. Oh. Yeah, you know, you can't have a good contest without a good little bit of controversy. There you go. All right, so 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. All right, we've got to take a break, but when we come back, we'll answer more of your questions. So give us a call. Be a part of the show. We're having fun today sitting out on the porch uh, talking gardening with and you. And it's cool weather. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. i got a feeling it's cooler than it's going to be next week. Oh, well, we got the fan on us. That helps. Yeah, yeah. Two fans, it looks like. Yeah, we're... we're, we're well, at least some of us have two fans. Oh, uh, that's right. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming up right here on 930 AM. This is The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Had a lot of folks call last hour, so we look forward to helping you, too, when you call us this hour at 210-308-8867, 67. We, uh, I mentioned to you two that we uh, and you were talking about all those activities we've got this next month. May's really been a busy month. Uh, gardening volunteers and I are going to go to Wilder, Texas on Friday 
and plant a, a hummingbird and butterfly garden to a winner of, a, of the raffle for that South Texas Home and Garden Show. And so anybody that's interested in a long hike and uh, wants to uh, work with us on the butterfly garden uh, are certainly welcome. Just give us, give us a call here on the air or um, get, get my email from calvinrfinch at gmail.com if you are interested. Yeah, or you can call the radio station. I'm sure mm-hmm. they, they would. Uh, get yeah, they'll get get it to me, and I'll I'll get it to them. And the way the way we do that, we get the materials will be delivered by the donors on Thursday, and then on Friday, a bunch of us show up from the garden volunteers and from the uh, Gonzalez Master Gardeners, and and then we plant it. And we do it quick. We don't want to be working too too long in this heat, but it's a lot of a lot of fun, and you get to meet. I don't think it'd be. Garden. I don't think it'd be that hard. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've got a room in my vehicle for you. You can ride along if you don't think it'll. Uh, but uh, it, learn a lot, and it's really interesting. And there's those gardens that we've, we've it's almost, I guess we must have planted nearly 20 of them so far mm. over the years, and all of them turn out really well to be great hummingbird and butterfly gardens. So your potential is to learn quite a bit. Darcy is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hi, Darcy. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing? Doing fantastic. How are you guys? Good. What's going on? Okay, so I went back home uh, to see my mom. My mom lives in eastern Kansas. Uh, and um, so she has an amazing garden in her backyard. So... Uh, I decided I would take a few things out of her garden and bring them back here to San Antonio to see if they would work. So I was just calling to tell you what they were and if there's any advice you might have for me. So the first, you know, we dug up some irises and um, and brought back a few of those. And these are old irises from her the farm that she was raised on. Uh, and then secondly, I brought, I took some cuttings from her forsythia bush. Forsythia. Uh, That's hard yeah. to say. Forsythia. That does, then, that does better, that does better in East Texas. Yeah. Does it? Yeah. Okay. I, I didn't know. Um, but, but your iris is. Iris are easy, yeah. Your iris are going to do okay. Plant them okay. in full sun right on near the surface of the, the ground. The only thing is okay. it can't, it can't be soggy soil. But uh, no they're really drought, uh, drought tolerant, okay. and the deer won't eat them. Oh, okay, good. Then the other, the last one was uh, we went to my the farm my dad was raised on, and it's not a farm anymore; it's a wheat field. But um, we found an old part of the farm that they hadn't planted wheat on, and it had my grandma's one of her one of her rose gardens, and so we found some remnant roses out there on this farm and these these roses of course are old 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 differences. and they're kind of a tiny rose so again i took i went over and cut some of those and brought those back so i got like a 10 inch strip of rose with a few small roses on top Am I, can i somehow start that or, or try and start it I, I don't know what to do with it you you got you got a cutting is that right yeah, sure. I got a cutting from that old rose on my grandpa's farm. Yep. Why did you dig it up? Well, <laughs> it was. <then laughs> it's a, a weed patch. It's a weed patch. 
it was amazing that we saw it. It was in the middle of a bunch of. I didn't have anything to dig it up with. First of all, my brother oh, okay. and I. Okay. We were just doing a drive-by. We didn't expect to see anything, let let alone some old roses. Yeah. Milton is our expert on rose uh, rooting. Yeah, no. we, we've got uh, several write-ups on plantanswers.com under okay. propagation, uh, do on propagation. Okay. And you may have a good chance of being successful with that. Yeah, depending on how he handled it. <laughs> Which rose, yeah. Okay, well, right now it's just sticking in some water in a jar in my sink. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so well, it, it it might root in that change change the water uh, every couple of days. Okay, and you use a uh, use this uh, uh, filtered water. Okay, filtered use water. Filtered okay. water, and it's possible that it might root. Yeah, you might in that water. The other the, okay. the other options and plant answers are how to do it in a potting soil. Um, okay. It's sometimes it's hard to tra- translate the root, roots from water to. Oh yeah. Oh really? So yeah. yeah. So yeah, you might have better luck doing a starting with the potting soil and just because it's relatively easy instructions and roses. Okay, if anything is going to root, the roses will root. How long is how long is how tall is the cutting or long is the cutting? Oh, about ten, twelve inches. Okay. And it's got leaves all up and down it? Yes, and a few blooms, old blooms. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, i tell you what you might want to do is uh, look under uh, look under the Antique Rose Emporium in Brenham. Okay. And, and yep. they've got a catalog of old roses. Okay. So you you if you just want that that particular old rose, which I imagine they have, uh, sure. you can you can get get one of the find out what it is compared to the picture, Beautiful. and uh, find find out what it is, and then then get you one. We may, we may even have it here in Milburg. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So no go on the forsythia. No, no, that the, they, and and I'm very familiar with that plant because uh, that was, it always it always bloomed early in uh, Tennessee, yeah, and yeah. Uh, it always Same seemed to too. bloom at Easter. It was in full bloom at Easter. Yep. But uh, but now it, okay. I, I think it roots. You can try it, but you got cuttings of it. Yeah, I got two 12-inch cuttings of that too. <laughs> okay, do it. Do it the same way. Uh, you get okay. get some rooting hormone first okay. of all, and then recut it right. You know, right uh, above a no, uh, uh, below a no, below a node. Okay. And uh, and then dip it in that rooting hormone, hormonidin or rutone or whatever. And, okay. And I, I, I I think I've rooted forsythia before, and I think it roots fairly easy. Yeah, the, the, that's not the hard part. It's the getting it to survive. <laughs> yeah, getting it to survive and blooming pretty. Right. Okay, guys. Thank you. Good okay, luck. Good Thanks, luck Darcy. You. you take care. 
Tell us what happens. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867. The number to call to uh, be a part of the show. 210-308-8867. I bet he can find uh, uh, find that rose at, at Rosenborg. Or find the name at the Rosenborg. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially if it's got the blooms there. Yeah, especially if it's got the blooms on it. I didn't ask him did it, what the bloom looked like, but uh, the, those old-timers had had about four or five uh, uh, roses that uh, they almost had They had at almost every homestead because they'd give cuttings to each other. And so uh, I, be, I bet he'll be able to track that down with the, through the Rosen pour. And and you he, he might you might uh, if you're still listening uh, might take a picture of the bloom, the best bloom you've got, and uh, actually email it to the Rosen pour. That see, sounds like a good idea. Let them identify it for you. Yeah. But if if it if it, uh, I, I bet you they'll be able to identify. it. I'm getting more and more impressed with this butterfly vine. I pulled up to Forrest Appleton's uh, uh, in Forrest Appleton driveway the other day, and you know he replaced the uh, the the uh, uh, your your the one you like uh, crossvine. The what? Crossvine. Crossvine. Because the deer were eating it with this. Uh, uh, butterfly vine, and uh, uh, that thing was in full bloom, mm-hmm. full solid yellow. But it's it's interesting, he, and he doesn't know how to explain it either. It it, it got it on a chain link fence, and on on the sides, on the left side and the right side, the plants are in full bloom. In the middle. They're not not blooming so much, hmm. so uh, I don't I don't know whether they got deeper soil there and just growing faster or will bloom later or what their situation is, but uh, and I I think I've mentioned earlier on on the show that uh, that we now have definitive proof that this butterfly vine is deer resistant. Uh, one of the uh, Landscape architects uh, uh, Billy Long uh, planted some up in. Uh, you going to trust Hatch- Billy? Yeah, I guess so. Oh wow! And he plant he planted some in uh, Kerrville and said they don't touch it. Huh. They don't touch it. So uh, that that's good to know. Yeah, well, this we're, is we're that's, tr- a, it's a pretty definitive statement uh, from Jerry. Based on Billy, uh, yeah. based on our questions we've had in the past. Of course, the minute you say something is absolutely deer-proof, uh, somebody will have an example of it not being. Well, um, uh, they haven't eaten it at forests. So there's two, at least two sites. Yeah, so. and especially in Kerrville. they got a lot of deer in Kerrville too. Poinciana started to bloom. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. and uh couple of sites in my neighborhood and the uh, deer so far are eating, not eating that either. So. Yeah. I got a note from uh, uh, Cliff. Cliff Bingham. 
Master he, Gardner. Yeah, Master Gardner, Cliff Bingham. And he sent me some pictures of those pipe vine swallowtail butterflies on one of one of his plants. And, I mean, they're thick. They, you, you can't you hardly see the plant for the... The caterpillars, right? Yeah, the yeah. caterpillars. Pipe vine swallowtail uh, butterflies. Uh, are the the larvae of them, and we've got so them. I guess they're defoliating it. I guess he he he's letting them go. Oh gosh, yeah, because yeah, well, I was going to say that the, there's nothing else for the pipevine except to have it for the butterflies. But they got we've got pipevine here, and they've got some yeah. attractive flowers too. Not very uh, many, but they've got attractive flowers. And uh, got a question from Smithville, wherever that hmm. is. Texas? Yeah, I guess so. It says Smithfield. Um, we have a vine climbing the trunk of a magnificent, it must be in East Texas, magnificent pine tree in our yard. I have photos I can email or message you. My question is, is it harming the tree and should I cut the vine or is it a symbiotic relationship and just leave it so, uh, let's see, does he say what kind of vine it is? He doesn't say what kind no, of vine it is. I think he is. wants you to identify it. No, he didn't send me a picture. No. He said he uh, could, though. Yeah, yeah, he said he could. But uh, usually vines don't, don't, don't harm the tree that they're in as far as girdling it or, or cutting off its circulation. Uh Unless uh, the only only harm that a, a vine will do, and I've got some Asian jasmine doing it to some of my oak trees, is uh, fill up the canopy with leaves. In other words, uh, for cut out on photosynthesis of uh, of the of the canopy of the tree. Cat's claw weakens the tree. No, is no, notorious for that too. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, but there's no symbiotic relationship going on there other than... Especially on uh, pines, because they're they're all uh, sun lovers usually. Right, so right. Probably, and they don't have a huge crown like an oak tree can find a, some sun out there where a pine tree is kind of limited. I guess they just grow straight up. So, so you can just leave it until it gets... Uh, in competition, in severe competition with the uh, the uh, uh, the pine or the canopy of the tree. All right, let's take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. we got more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up. I'm Elton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch, and we'll be right back after this on 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. Let's talk about some great things that are on sale. This week at Millburgers, you'll find savings on zinnias. This butterfly attractor is beautiful in shades of red, white, orange, yellow, and rose. And in the 4-inch pot, it's just 98 cents each. You'll save on caladiums this week at Millburgers in the 6-inch pot for just $3.88. You've been driving all around town, and maybe you've seen the Texas Lilac Vitex on sale. This beautiful Texas superstar attracts butterflies. It looks absolutely gorgeous. You've seen that for yourself. Now at Millburgers, it's in the 5 
five-gallon container for just eighteen eighty-eight. This week at Millburgers, you'll also save on Gold Star Esperanza. Speaking of beautiful Texas superstars, this butterfly attractor is gorgeous, and in the twelve-inch pot, it's just nineteen eighty-eight. Here's one more thing to consider: this weekend at Millburgers Memorial Day weekend, there's no sales tax on water-saving products and plant material. No sales tax on water-saving products and material this Memorial Day weekend. Come on out. Visit us at Millburgers Landscape Nursery. Take a moment and rate your lifestyle on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 is a life that's nothing like the life you were promised after getting good grades, a college degree, and a good job in corporate America. 10 is the life of your dreams. If you answered anything less than a 10, tune into the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell's self-made millionaire and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited will show you how to live the life of your dreams and pay for it with passive income. Tune in to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 930 AM. The answer... Hey, this is Bob Olszewski. Thanks for listening to Plugged In. You got a line on a ship? Yeah, I know a guy. He's the best smuggler around. The movie Solo, A Star Wars Story, follows the adventures of a young Han Solo as he joins up with a band of smugglers and swashbuckles his way around the galaxy. This Ron Howard-directed prequel to Star Wars Episode Four is a tale that spins, soars, and blasts like a Millennium Falcon. That said, there is some violent peril here for parents and kids to navigate, and some mild profanity and innuendo in the mix. So, all told, I'll give Solo, A Star Wars Story three and a half smuggler shootouts out of five for family friendliness. For the full review, be sure to check out PluggedIn.com slash radio. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Plugging you into the movies, I'm Bob Olszewski for Focus on the Family's Plugged In Movie Review. That's Milton Glick. Don't forget, Millburgers Top Tomato Contest is coming up Saturday, June 9th, starting at 10 o'clock. For more information, go to MillburgerNursery.com, where you'll find all the categories, like cherry and smaller tomatoes, regular tomatoes, biggest tomato based on weight, and then we'll pick a grand champion from all of those. You've got prizes that you can win for the Top Tomato Contest, and don't forget, we've got a category two, the best salad bowl, and everybody that enters this free contest will get a $10 gift certificate redeemable at Millburgers the day of the contest. Judging starts at noon. Get your tomatoes in shape, and we'll see you at Millburgers Landscape Nursery June 9th for the Top Tomato Contest. For more information, go to MillburgerNursery.com. That's MillburgerNursery.com. Welcome to Marketplace Deals, and now your host, Johnny Deal. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now, let's get right to it. Jack, for 100 points, where can you go online or on your phone to get great discount deals on everything from water softeners to tuition for the kids? Um, the Marketplace page? Correct. Okay, Jill, your question. How much can you save at the Marketplace page? Hundreds and thousands of dollars? Now the final question, and you must buzz in. Where can you get these great deals? The Marketplace page at 930amtheanswer.com? Yes! Congratulations and thanks for playing Marketplace Deals. Check out all the great deals at the Marketplace page at 930amtheanswer.com. The Marketplace page. Mm. We can't walk a mile in their boots. We can't stand guard while they try to sleep. We can't protect them when they're in harm's way. What we can do is honor them. This weekend, we honor the men and women who have given their lives for our country. Because freedom isn't free. We wish you a memorable Memorial Day. 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM. The answer, don't forget, 
Top Tomato Contest coming up again. That's coming up not this Saturday, but Saturday a week on the 9th. Uh, more details are at millburgernursery.com, but uh, you can uh, enter uh, three different categories, small and uh, cherry, medium and larger, or regular and large, or the largest tomato by weight. Now, I say that because Sharon is on the line with a tomato question. So, Sharon, are we prepping your tomatoes for the Top Tomato Contest? Uh, no, I'm thinking about my fall tomatoes. Oh, okay. I Good Lord. <laughs> now, Jerry, we, we haven't even finished our spring tomatoes yet. No, what I want to know is uh, I know you can take a branch of the tomatoes I already have. Right. And put it in uh, perlite and propagate them. There you go. But which ones can I do that with? All of them. Well, now, I heard somebody say that you couldn't do it with the hybrid ones or something. Oh, they're just talking. No, that's just the... They're just talking. Yeah, that's vegetative so reproduction. any of them can be. Oh, sure. If okay. it's a tomato, If it's a tomato, it can be propagated in that way. Okay. Now, okay. now the, the, they may be thinking it's legal, illegal or something like that, but to do the hybrids. But that's not, that's, that's ridiculous. Well, no, what, no, what I'm going. trying to, uh, what I'm, okay, there's some that are, I can't read my, I don't remember the words, but they're determinate and indeterminate. Does it make any difference? No. So, so a, tomato, a tomato is a tomato is a tomato. Okay. No, it makes a diff- makes a difference on the, the chances that you're going to take get a crop, the determinate or indeterminate. If you have an early for, winter, for fall, for fall yeah. tomatoes, and which one the uh, the determinate you'll get the crop more readily than the non-determinate. Is that right? Right, right. right. Okay. Now one the, one thing on the uh, I'll mention on the uh, determinant plant that's like tycoon and uh, which one which ones are you trying to propagate that was the other question of which ones can i pop is the best to propagate i have a variety and i don't even i'll have to go look to see what i have yeah we'll propagate the one that has that produced most for you well they're just starting because i got them in late okay but I still have uh, plenty that I can, you know, get a branch off and, yeah. and try to propagate. Okay, when you get that branch, make sure you've got a growing point on it. In other words, uh, right? Uh, you know, the 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 definition of determinant is that it uh, it uh, terminates in a cluster, a bloom okay. cluster, and once it does that, a, a determinant. Determinate grow the tomatoes grow in a cluster. The, they terminate. In other words, when they, they get they get to a certain height, uh-huh. and then they throw out a bloom cluster, and, fr- and set fruit, and that then they they don't sit, they don't get any taller. That's why they call them determinate. Yeah. So uh, but, when you're taking your cutting, you don't you don't want one that is terminated in a. In a bloom cluster, oh, okay. one that's st- still got an active growing point on it. Okay, okay, I think I understand that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. In other words, in other words it's still growing taller 
the the cutting that you take. So mainly, kind of like a new growth. Uh, if there's new growth, go for right. that. Right, right. Okay. And if you can, and that even better if you can find a sucker. You know, one, oh. one of those from from the axillary. Right. Now they're they root easier than than the top top part of the plant. Now, okay, the sucker I would use the inside, that middle one in the middle type, and you know next to the. Any any sucker, in other words, anything coming from the axle of a leaf. Yeah. Any new growth that's coming up for uh, as a sucker. Okay. Okay. And and then. Uh, and, and leave the leave the tip, leave the growing point on there, and mm-hmm. then make make your cutting about uh, four to four to six inches long, and stick okay. it in, stick it in perlite. I don't yeah. I don't even think you need any rooting hormone unless you just happen to have happen to have some there. Yeah, I have some. Okay. Well, I know I have one cutting out there right now that I it bro- I broke it off by accident, so I put it in the perlite. And it's already got a baby tomato on it. Now I haven't even got it planted. Yeah, so. you need to take you need to take all blooms and fruit off. Well, now that it's rooted, I don't need to, though, right? Yeah, you do. I need it'll to stop, take that. It'll, 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 yeah, it'll stop it from growing. You oh. want to grow? You want to grow it vegetative till it's. Uh, till you know, I want it to make to make it grow and and want to produce more. Right, right, right. Okay. So take, okay. Take all bloom, all blooms, and uh, and fruit off. Okay. Okay. S- sorry. Oh, sorry, because I like my uh. little tomato there. Oh well. <laughs> that that uh, sounds like a, a Milton operation. Yes. Yeah. yeah sounds, a Milton. Sure, when the, when this doesn't work out, you can always come and get some transplants for recommended varieties. Yeah, right? that's true. But if I can do it for free, why not? They, well, if it, yeah, if, if if the performance is equal, and if it's not, not too much. I want work. to try it. Oh yeah, I've tried go. it, when, and to, I love to experiment. Okay, well, good luck to you. Let me know okay. how it turns out. Thanks, bye, Sharon. Sharon. Bye, bye. Thank you. Take care. Bye, bye. All right, that'll free up a line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. A poet. you go. <laughs> or a musician. <laughs> uh, right. We got a note from a person here, and we, we'll warn everybody beforehand. Uh, we, we sort of had a cool spring, cool, moist spring. Mm-hmm. And now we're turning it into a hot as hell Summer. Late spring. Yeah, not even and, summer yet. And what that's going to do is uh, make some of the leaves turn yellow, especially the interior leaves oh. on some of these shrubs and things. Oh. Uh, this guy wrote in and said, uh, we have two Nellie, Nellie Stevenson in our front yard that are mainly interior turning yellow, main, leaves mainly, in, I'm sorry, okay. They have two Nellie R. Stevens in the front yard that have mainly interior leaves turning yellow and shedding. And so that's that's a that's a water stress situation, probably. Uh, said I've attached pictures. Can you tell if this is a normal springtime shedding? Yes. 
or something more than such as a leaf spot. Well, you're not going to have any, or, or very seldom will you have uh, a leaf spot on uh, Nellie, Nellie Stevenson. But uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that it may, may he, didn't, he didn't say how old the plant was or is. Uh, but I'm, I'm thinking that's just maybe got dried out one time. All, all it takes is one time uh, to dry down pretty severely, and, and you'll start uh, you'll start shedding some leaves, on, especially on the interior. Yeah, and the, Jerry mentioned the, the time. If it's a, only been in one year, two years, and depending on the soil and the plant, three years, you want to... This kind of weather, you want to water it at the base. And uh, some of those tough plants, uh, hollies, viburnums are another one that are pretty sensitive uh, to this kind of dry weather, dry, hot weather. And they have a limited root ball, so the root system doesn't go out there and find all the, the reservoir that it needs. And so you water it at the base. Now, you don't want it. The same symptom can show up if it stays soggy there. Uh, you know, if you got a leak in your irrigation or something like that. So, so if you sometimes it's good to check it out to see if the root ball is dry or make sure it's not soggy. But usually, usually it's a dry root ball. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. And Bud is on the line. Hi, Bud. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing real good. Hope you all are too. Yeah. What's going on? Uh, I have uh, a question about uh, fertilizing tomatoes and pepper plants in the garden. Okay. Uh, my garden is such where I need to apply water basically twice a day. Good and, Lord. Yeah, that's a long story. We don't want to go into that. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just take it as fact. <laughs> is this in the ground? Yeah. Okay. Uh, go ahead. So pretty much, like, let's say, for example, at noon, I'll go out there and give... Um, quart and a half or a couple of quarts, you know, depending on what I think it needs. And then in the evening, uh, 6, 7 p.m., uh, I'll go out there and apply more water. Now, every other day, basically, sometimes uh, I'll, I'll skip an extra day. The evening water is what I call fertilizer water. Uh, it's the water with the... Uh, uh, powdered stuff mixed up in it. Yeah, water-soluble fertilizer. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> now, I'm wondering, uh, is it, would this help me, or would it some way hinder uh, to put some granular fertilizer in these water wells? I, I, I did it yesterday. I put three tablespoons of... Um, Granular Texas turf, uh, I think it's fifteen ten five or fifteen five ten whatever that schedule is, uh, and then you know in the evening, but not 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 every day. Uh, I'll also be adding the uh, 
uh, water-soluble fertilizer. Yeah. Putting, uh, putting, putting the granules on there, is this ideally maybe going to help my plants uh, more, or is there any yeah, danger? Yeah, as, as much as you water, and I, I think you can't go wrong on that, I would rec- I'd rather you use uh, something like 1959 slow-release fertilizer. Oh, well, yeah, this, this is slow-release. Oh, he, this is? Yeah, he's, right. he's, he's yeah. trying to dissolve it in the... He's putting it in the water. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't. No. Uh, I, I uh, did this granular. I just sprinkle it, oh. you know, like a side dressing. Oh. Yeah, right. Shouldn't hurt anything. I'd put it out at a rate of about uh, one pound per uh, hundred linear feet of row. You're you're fertilizing more than ninety nine percent of the the gardeners. Yeah. So. But your your tomato leaves are not burning or anything, right? No. I mean, you you don't have any any discolored leaves, and I bet I bet your tomato plants are dark green, aren't they? Uh, yeah. With the exception of, and I hate to say this, with the exception of the uh, BHN nine sixty eight. Huh. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, it is weird. But it's getting better. It, it it is now getting better for some reason. See the the uh, I'm gonna call it. We have had a very slow spring. Yeah. And uh, the nine the nine sixty eight. Uh, it it just uh, I think was a kind of a spring that the nine sixty eight didn't like. Could but be. It, it is it is getting a little better now. Good. Has it got a fruit? Oh yeah, it's got plenty of fruit on it. Yeah, they're machines. But it, it just always looked poor. They, uh, I think they're they're pretty notorious for not for their foliage not looking as uh, pretty as the rest of. Yeah, them. they produce more fruit yeah. than they do foliage. Yeah, that's right. They, they they say I can just hear them saying, "What are you <laughs> interested in foliage or are you interested uh, in fruit?" <laughs> well, I always take it uh, when when I look at the foliage and everything seems fine. I said, well, yeah, I'm doing it right. <laughs> and, yeah. and I'll let the plant worry about the fruit. <laughs> and I'll there take what go. it gives me. <laughs> I, think, I think you're doing good by, uh, especially since you're watering that much, uh, using a, a, fold, using a uh, granular. Uh, granular fertilizer about every two weeks. Oh, yeah, that, that's right. I did want to ask. Adding the granulars every two weeks or every three weeks. Every two weeks. Every two weeks. Yeah. Okay. Well, good. I'm, I'm glad you reminded me of that part of the question I and wanted keep, to ask. And keep, you, and keep using that slow-release formulation and uh, keep keep watering with your water-soluble fertilizer. And uh, you should you should have a good tomato crop. Well, good. I hope, I hope you're right. <laughs> Okay, thanks so much, Jeff. Do, do, do you know what varieties you have, or do you oh, just have a uh, mixture? Yeah, well, I've got the, the 968. Okay. And I have uh, two spots of um, Juliet, which I really like. That's a big and, plant. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, I bought a, uh, it's a Bonnie product. It's called Roma. Oh, uh, I yeah, don't know. Roma. 
I don't know if that's the same as the Roma Surprise, you know, which you all handle. No, that's the, the variation. Uh, yeah, it's a very, it's a similar, it's similar, but not the same. Yeah, because actually, I would have never thought uh, they would be Romas, but this has been going on now for at least a few years. Yeah, uh, I used to have Romas that uh, resembled in shape the Liberty Bell. But I right. can't even find I can't even find those in a grocery store any place anymore. So hmm. I figure those those are just part of ancient history now. <laughs> probably so. The variety's probably gone off the market. But I like that Roma surprise. Good, good deal. It's not All too right, big. thank you. Okay, thanks, thank you. Thanks for calling. It sounded like you're doing a good job. Thanks, Bud. You take care. Jim is on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hey there, Jim. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Oh, trying to keep cool. I hope you are in the shade. We are. Got a fan, a couple of fans blowing and circulating there, and we're happier than a Pig in mud, right? <laughs> That'd be nice. Uh, we had a nice little a nice, mud hot mud. pig in hot mud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's nice, cool mud. I'd be there. <laughs> What's hey, going on, Jim? I, I got a question. There was a day in my younger days when I used to grow that candy corn and that sweet G ninety or whatever it was. But yeah, I cheated. Yeah. I I cheated and I went to HEB yesterday and got me ten ears of sweet corn and I just shucked it. But I got a question remembering back on just one of the ten ears it had that bluish green on the tip. And I don't recall what that is. I think it's some kind of fungus, but do I need to throw that whole ear away or just cut that off or uh, is it is a it is bad? it a, a a funny growth? I mean is it a swollen growth on the ends of it? No, it's not swollen. It's like a mushy, bluish green kind of pasty stuff. I thought it was way back when I was growing corn. Sometimes they would get like a fungus of some sort, and I thought it was toxic. No, well, what what you're thinking of is uh, it's a virus uh, that they get. And uh, I can't think of the name of it right now. But uh, do I anyway, need to throw that ear away or just cut no, the end off? No, all, all you have I'm to do fix- is cut that off. Okay, all you gotta do is I'm cut that the- off. All right, that's why I want to make sure because nine out of ten were good. Just one had the issue, and I'm fixing to throw them on the pit here in a minute. I didn't know whether to throw that one away or not. No, I use it. Good luck. How do how do you how all do right. you tell when how do you tell when you uh, do you leave your shucks on your corn? How do you barbecue them? Uh, well, I, I've done it all different ways, but these actually, I'm removing the, the husk and the silk, and I'm wrapping them in foil. Oh, that's, that's, that's a sissy way of doing it. <laughs> well, when you put a lot of butter in the foil, it turned out pretty good. <laughs> oh, <laughs> never mind. You, you got it. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I didn't know to throw that one away or, or, or throw it on the pit. All right. I appreciate no, just, it. Just cut, just cut it back uh, to cut it off. All right. Thank you, guys. All right. You take care. All right. Let's take a break while we do. You give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming right up on 930 AM, The Answer. 
Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. Let's talk about some great things that are on sale. This week at Millburgers, you'll find savings on zinnias. This butterfly attractor is beautiful in shades of red, white, orange, yellow, and rose. And in the four-inch pot, it's just 98 cents each. You'll save on caladiums this week at Millburgers in the six-inch pot for just $3.88. You've been driving all around town, and maybe you've seen the Texas Lilac Vitex on sale. This beautiful Texas superstar attracts butterflies. It looks absolutely gorgeous. You've seen that for yourself. Now at Millburgers, it's in the five-gallon container for just eighteen eighty-eight. This week at Millburgers, you'll also save on Gold Star Esperanza. Speaking of beautiful Texas superstars, this butterfly attractor is gorgeous, and in the 12-inch pot, it's just nineteen eighty-eight. Here's one more thing to consider. This weekend at Millburgers, Memorial Day weekend, there's no sales tax on water-saving products and plant material. No sales tax on water-saving products and material this Memorial Day weekend. Come on out. Visit us at Millburgers Landscape Nursery. This is Larry Elder. If you're thinking about selling your home, call Sergio Martinez with Help You Sell. Help You Sell is the home of the low-set fee program as Sergio has done away with the usual 6% hit no matter what your house is on the market for. You'll get Sergio's 20-plus years of professional experience as Help You Sell will save you thousands and retain more of your equity. It starts with your free home evaluation and market analysis when you call Sergio Martinez with Help You Sell. 210-693-0305. Online at hushillcountry.com for Help You Sell. From Washington, D.C., it's the Cal Thomas Commentary. And now here is America's number one syndicated columnist, Cal Thomas. Owners of the National Football League teams have finally voted to ban on-field protests like kneeling during the national anthem. It's about time. This has been going on for two years. The owners have seen the drop in TV ratings and the smaller crowds at many of their games. Players will be told if they don't want to stand during the anthem to remain in the locker room until it's over. I'm not sure that will satisfy fans and sponsors, but we'll see. The NFL Players Association claims the ban on protests is an infringement on players' rights. No, it isn't. The players are paid a lot of money to play football. Protesting is not part of their contracts. They can protest anywhere, anytime, anyplace else, just not on the job. Try that in any other line of work and see how long you hold your job. Football players are spoiled. They make the kind of money they could not earn anywhere else. If they don't like something about America, they should use their money and influence to try to fix it, not interrupt what fans came to see, which is not a protest, but football. I'm Cal Thomas in Washington. For a free copy of today's commentary and other information, visit calthomas.com or send a written request mentioning the date and subject to Values Through Media, Post Office Box 7065, Arlington, Virginia, 22207. Tax-deductible gifts support these commentaries and are appreciated. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. Hi, it's Milton Glick. Don't forget, Millburgers Top Tomato Contest is coming up Saturday, June 9th, starting at 10 o'clock. For more information, go to millburgernursery.com where you'll find all the categories like cherry and smaller tomatoes, regular tomatoes, biggest tomato based on weight, and then we'll pick a grand champion from all of those. You've got prizes that you can win for the Top Tomato Contest, and don't forget we've got a Category 2, the Best Salad Bowl, and everybody that enters this free contest will get a $10 gift certificate redeemable at Millburgers the day of the contest. Judging starts at noon. Get your tomatoes in shape, and we'll see you at Millburgers Landscape Nursery June 9th for the Top Tomato Contest. For more information, go to millburgernursery.com. That's millburgernursery.com. Hey, this is Bob Olszewski. Thanks for listening to Plugged In. You got a line on a ship? Yeah, I know a guy. He's the best smuggler around.
The movie Solo, A Star Wars Story, follows the adventures of a young Han Solo as he joins up with a band of smugglers and swashbuckles his way around the galaxy. This Ron Howard-directed prequel to Star Wars Episode Four is a tale that spins, soars, and blasts like a Millennium Falcon. That said, there is some violent peril here for parents and kids to navigate, and some mild profanity and innuendo in the mix. So, all told, I'll give Solo, A Star Wars Story three and a half smuggler shootouts out of five for family friendliness. For the full review, be sure to check out PluggedIn.com slash radio. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Plugging you into the movies, I'm Bob Olszewski for Focus on the Family's Plugged In Movie Review. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, Trace is up on the porch with us. What's going on, Trace? Hello, gentlemen. We're enjoying another tax-free day on um, on a list of particular items. Yeah. So it's generally water-saving items. Water-saving items and all plants. That's, okay. That's the easy one to understand. Every plant we got is tax-exempt. Well, not sod. It's that's not a, not a plant. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, so, but yeah. So repeat that then, since I messed it up. So, so all plants. All the plants. Okay. And so, that goes on tomorrow too. Yes, sir. It does. And y'all are going to be open tomorrow. We are open. Normal, normal day for us. Okay. Nine to six. I see a lot of people walking around, and not so much now, but when we got started with the show with the sauce thing. Well, uh, they have to sign up for it by the end of the month. Oh, by the end of May. And, oh and then they got about a month to use it. So okay. they're almost done with uh, being able to sign up. And where do you sign up? Do you bring... on the Saws website? Okay, and then you have the list of plants, right? That, that... We do. Okay. Do you have them displayed again, like you usually we do? We have a wonderful display down by the bag good area, okay. uh, one of each uh, of the things that we we currently have. And I, I encourage y'all, if you are doing the saws package, please come and do it soon because the availability always gets a little lean at the end. Oh, yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, Calvin's answering a couple questions off the air. What else should we talk about? you want to talk about the plant of the weekend? I think we should talk about the plant of the weekend or let's the do pepper. It. Do you want to do pepper? Or? We'll do both. All right. Well, let's you, do the you, pepper first because okay. Jerry looks like he's ready. Yeah, I love talk. peppers. I love this. The red grand gold. Especially as much effort, work and effort. You know, people don't realize <laughs> how, how long were we after that pepper? My goodness. Month or two? Yeah, no, longer than that. We Wasn't started I that. Think we started before Christmas trying to get seed. <laughs> um, people don't realize how long it takes us to find the seed. And, and we found some, and it didn't germinate. work. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't germinate. And, and then get to finally get the plant on the, on the market, so... This is uh, this is a, another uh, project that we've undertaken that uh, that uh, that we can all be proud of, and we, I think I think every everybody that's ever grown that Rio Grande gold pepper uh, just love it, mm-hmm. just love it. I have not heard one complaint. Uh, they can, people kind of complain because it's it, it's not it's a it's a mild pepper. Or crisp. sweet pepper. We'll call it a crisp pepper. It's crisp pepper. But the, the deal is it can be substituted. It's, it's a very uh, high-yielding pepper. Mm-hmm. In other words, it produces a lot of peppers. And they're jalapeno-shaped. And so uh, on plantanswers.com, under the, uh, under, under the uh, topics of the month, 
I think it's the first listing. Uh, it, and we talk about uh, all the different things you can do with the uh, real grande gold pepper and also the fact that uh, it's belchless. In other words, a lot of people that eat uh, eat uh, bell peppers, it, it, it's got a chemical in there that uh, disagrees with them. So this one, uh, this one can be used to color salads, yeah, uh, and and, and won't have that uh, same effect on on people that that have that problem. And our reviews came in, and like Jack said, it's better than the he likes them better than bell peppers. Yeah, he said it tastes better. Yeah, they they are kind of they're not they're very sweet they're like they're not as sweet as a banana pepper. No. They're very flavorful, but but they're flavorful and they're they're not hot. No, they are not. And they look like a jalapeno. And even though they're not hot, if you want to pickle some, you can actually have a colorful uh, hot jalapeno peppers simply by uh, when you when you before you close the jar, put a, put a hot pepper in there like a. Uh, chili patine or uh, serrano or jala- Parsons penguin. Yeah, Parsons penguin or even a jalapeno. And you, the neat thing about it, I found out about it, was that you don't have to cut them. You would think to, to let that to capsize and chemical out amongst them and, and into the peppers that you would have to cut physically uh, cut the pepper. But uh, when you process it, it goes right through the right through the uh, skin of the uh, the pepper. Well, I mean, think about it. They use uh, capsin in and rubs for people and, and it absorbs in. So absolutely. If you think about it, it actually makes a little sense. And so you can you can ha- you can have your own color coded peppers. In other words, you can have uh, yellow peppers for the mild ones. You can have uh, uh, orange peppers for the uh, f- for your. Orange peppers for your uh, kind of kind of mild peppers, and then for the hot ones you could have the red ones. The, and I like the fact that on the same bush at all different times, yeah, different looks colors. like Christmas ornaments. Yeah. Hey, we got Ray on the line. He's got a pepper question. So uh, Ray has called us at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hi, Ray. How can we help you today on Millburgers Gardening, South Texas? Yes, sir. I was. Uh, Looking to see if uh, Millburgers carries a uh, uh, purple chili piquin. <clears throat> I bought one at uh, HEB last year, and they produced some real good hot peppers. Uh, but the plant died with the with the freeze we had. So, uh, yeah. do you know if he can carry any? No, I, I don't. I've never heard of a purple habit. You said a chili piquin, right? Yes. I'm thinking it was an ornamental. Yeah. Yeah, you got it, it was small. Meals. It was small, and they were long. They were not uh, round like a regular chili piquin. Okay. And I was hoping it would come back this year, but it, it couldn't. It didn't withstand the freeze. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, well, I, I imagine if you got it at HEB, I imagine they'll have some more, and so you'll have to get some get you some more, and, and this time save uh, save some seed. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, all our, all of, all of ours are green. Uh, green and turn and turn okay. red. Turn turn red. Yeah, that one yeah. that I had survived, but not the purple one. And it and it was so good that you could use just five little peppers 
to about two tomatoes and half an onion. <laughs> but uh, okay, sir. Well, I was hoping uh, Millbury had some, but um, I'll keep checking with HB. Okay, okay, thank sorry. you. Bye bye. Thanks, Ray. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and toll free, it's 866-308-8867. So we've got the Rio Grande gold peppers here, uh, still some flats uh, that we can see in front of us, and uh, but these are the last ones pretty much of the season until the, the seed pretty, collection. No, not pretty much. These, these are. are all right, so. And only available to members. Yep, so if you know you want some, but you can't make it out today and you don't want to take a chance, you call the nursery at 497-3760, 497-3760. I think a lot of people called yesterday. Yeah, you said yeah, they were getting... They set a lot aside yesterday for, for Good. people picking them up. Yeah, yeah. they'll just set them this aside for you. And, uh, and today. Good. Good. All right, 497-3760. And that's the number to call, too, if you want to put aside the plants of the weekend. So it's... Uh, weekend. Weekend, weekend. weekend. <laughs> All right. So uh, most everybody's familiar with purple fountain grass, and it's not sh- the most cold tolerant of the ornamental grasses. Um, we've got one now. It's Princess Caroline or Carolina. I can uh, always get that mixed up. Oh, okay. But it's a wider blade. Still has that vivid purple in the foliage. Uh, kind of reminds me of a millet, uh, as pretty as the the. Uh, grass part of it is Mm -hmm. and they get a little bit bigger so we're talking four to six feet and should be perennial here it was a texas superstar a few years back and so if you're interested in in reading on it there should be some information on the texas superstar website page it came back for us three years in a row so it seems to be a wonderful plant and uh, if you want that burgundy striking burgundy color uh this will fulfill that seven months out of the year it's almost maroon isn't it, it yes sir i uh, i see i see you beating around the bush there trace it, it is an aggie color uh. all right i'll admit it <laughs> and uh how much is it what is they it? are 19.99 in a three gallon can they're actually quite large i'd say they're probably Somewhere around three footish. Okay, and if I get it today, I don't pay sales. You don't pay sales tax or today or tomorrow because it is an ornamental grass. Okay. Oh, that's right. Good point. Now, what size container did you say it's in? Three gallon. Three gallon. All right. So, uh, now could, could we divide that trace if if, if we want to be frugal? Um, I suggest not, but uh. I imagine you could try. <laughs> I think you can, Trace. Okay, well. <laughs> but it, it ruined the shape of the plant. Oh, definitely. Yeah. All right, so if you're interested in that, uh, Fru- it's Princess Caroline. Is frugal the same thing as cheap? Yeah. 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 It's just a nice way to put it. Yeah, nicer word. <laughs> um, so if you're, it's Princess Caroline Fountain Grass? Yes. And purple fountain grass. Purple fountain grass, and you can call the nursery at 497-3760. let remind them, too, that there's lots of other ornamental grasses here. Oh, we got a wonderful selection of ornamental grasses right now. And generally, the deer don't eat them. They're drought tolerant. They're attractive. Uh, so you can't, you can't go wrong. And what I... Most of them are green, but they put on different different colors and yeah. different texture blooms in the, for the fall. But this one's striking now. Yeah, and it's it's beautiful uh, the entire time it's up. All right, so it's got that maroon foliage, right? It's got that dark foliage, yes. Yeah, maroon <laughs> foliage. 
<laughs> yeah, the looks, Every egg you should have one. The looks Is that you, what you yeah. um, Sure. <laughs> sure. Uh, the looks you can't see on the radio. All right, 210-497-3760 will allow you. Just call them up and say you want the... Uh, and you don't have to be an Aggie to buy it. Nah. But if you were, you should, it, it's almost mandatory if you're an Aggie to get one at your house. Um, so you can call the nursery and they'll put something aside for you. So uh, we got a couple of cool things coming up, not uh, next weekend, but the weekend after. We've got David Rodriguez will be speaking on the uh, Texas Superstars right. for summer co- summer color for summer heat. And the, yes, and uh, and this plant of the weekend is in there. So oh, uh, is it? Oh, okay, well, it's Texas Superstar. So yeah, that's true. It uh, it fulfills that. Yeah, we're talking about all kinds of Texas Superstars from Esperanzas, the all the different yeah. uh, salvias. I think they're in there. Fire bushes. I was giving Milton a, a test, a plant test uh, yesterday. Did he pass or he did he pass it? He even got the the uh, the, the trade name of it. Gold wow. Star Asperger. Yes, wow. it was it was a nice green plant with all these beautiful yellow <laughs> blooms on it. And he so, said, "What is that?" So Milton, did you see those orange ones over there? No, did where you are say they? that? Uh-uh. All right, see that whiskey barrel with the foxtail and zinnias right in front of it. There's some uh-huh. have to look. orange Esperanza. All right, well, we got to go. So thanks to Al for doing a great job. Thanks to you guys for listening. On behalf of the docs, we will see you next Saturday at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road, right here on The Answer, AM 930, uh, The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.